yet. All right, so we're live with live coaching office hours. Um, what I was mentioning to the ladies is that we have a question from Laura and I'm gonna write the time. So we started just so that I can point Laura in the right direction in the video to get her answer. Um, and as always, ladies, remember to write down your ahas, your action steps, how you're going to take action on those ahas. Instead of it just being a nice reflection, turn it into action to see how you can start implementing whatever resonated with you um, in your business, in your life. So ahas, action steps. I'm gonna remind you again at the end of the call. Um, and we're going to start with your challenges. And if you can also let me know how you're doing with, with your WAP, um, how you're doing with your, you know, with your morning rituals, if there's, if you feel that those are being supportive right now. Um, and when we're done, then we'll move on to Laura's question. So who wants to start today? Don't be shy. <laughs> I can I can start. Awesome, Claudia. <laughs> Please do. So, uh, one one thing which I yeah I I, I just turned grandma, so my standards went a bit weird. But then it's very important for me to get back to my standards and also kind of revisit them and make them more kind of showing where I am in my personal development. Huh? So I. I had I use uh, quarterly things, so now it was the preparation for quarter three to to revisit and and kind of um, enhance <laughs> yeah. enhance my standards. And I had a, um, a session with an astrologist. Yes, an astrologist. Mm -hmm. Yeah, correct. And uh, she also said that for for me being Pisces, structure is very important, and that is what I feel. So um, the things like um, WAP and the moon <laughs> calendar and yes. so on. Um, uh, yeah, more and more I realize how that gives me the, um, yeah, the safety belt, I would say, for, yeah. for when things are going blop because they are going blop. Eh? <laughs> That's a yeah. kind of a given. And then I have the safety belt to keep me kind of in a, in a riverbed kind of thing. Eh? It goes yeah. maybe blop, sometimes over but then uh, to keep me in my, my direction. Awesome. And that feels very good. Yeah. And I, um, I added with a, I add to it a kind of um, tracker as well, where I count my um, yeah, things like uh, how many calls and things like that per week. So I give myself a rating and I want to beat, beat myself every time, which is not always, uh, <laughs> <laughs> always done, but okay. And, and this kind of approach, so the WAP and the tracker, I have a group where we meet every Sunday and we exchange and we also kind of, um, and that is also very helpful. So this tribe approach, similar what we have in Soulcraft, mm -hmm. uh, we have yeah. it in a group in, in Europe to keep uh, us kind of on track and yeah. accountable and, and things like that. And that is perceived as very helpful as well, yeah. Awesome. Well, that's really important because you know your personality type and it seems like your, your astrologist was able to, to grasp that too. Um, and depending on each 
personality type, you know, we're going to find something um, very important to hold on to when we're feeling, you know, like things aren't, things need to get back on track, especially. So some people feel safe with structure, you know, you know, some people, it gives them a sense of security. It gives them a sense of grounding, which is really important sometimes to focus and to plan and to create, you know, action plans like the WAP and, and things like that. So all of these tools that we offer at Soulcraft, uh, you know, the WAP, the, the moon calendar, you know, and to track the moon with a booklet, um, like Claudia said, to a tracking system to start tracking your, your habits or, you know, whatever you, you want to um, evolve in, whatever you want to grow in, it's, it's good to track so that you can observe what you're doing so that you can do just a tad bit more the following week or, you know, month, whatever you're tracking. Because sometimes um, if we don't do that, the reason why tracking and, and filling out your web and everything is important is because first of all, when we don't do that, time flies. And then all of a sudden we thought that, you know, we fell off the wagon and we were off track just five days and it was one month or something like that crazy. Then you start looking at it and it's like, what, where did it go? It's really, really easy for that to happen. Um, and second of all, because sometimes we have ideas and beliefs in terms of how we're doing, where we're at or where we, we want to be at. Sometimes, you know, it's a matter of really keeping track to see that you are moving forward. And maybe, you know, if uh, you have really high standards and you've developed a belief that you're not doing well, you can track yourself and realize that you are and you can cut yourself some slack, you know, and, and be fine with it. Or on the contrary, sometimes, you know, we're kind of slacking. It's like, ah, it's not that bad. And then you start tracking. It's like, oh, wait a minute. If I keep this up, you know, my business is going downhill. So it is important to track, especially, um, you know, even if you're a little bit, you know, overwhelmed or um, have a lot of resistance to grow in a certain direction with whatever it is you're tracking, like presentations, invitations, whatever it is. Um, also, it is good to track so that you can just push yourself to do one more, just a little bit more, you know, and you don't fall kind of behind or, you know, push yourself too much. So that also gives people a sense of security to know where you're at and then just focus on being a little bit further ahead the following week, wherever that is. So it's good to know your personality type. It's good to know what makes you feel safe. When you feel that, you know, you're falling off the wagon, what is the thing that you hold on to to get back on track? Whether it's structure, these tools that are really effective. That's why we insist so much on filling out the web and, and everything because it works, you know, when you do it and when you hang on to it. Um, you know, some people need to have a little bit more, you know, um, loose structure um, and, you know, have a little more room to flow, but only if that helps them move forward. Um, so the key is to make sure what will set you up for success and then just do it and grab that tool. So thank you for sharing, Claudia. That's awesome. 
Um, and how are you, Renee? How are you doing with everything with your business? Always growing and learning. Yes, I love that answer. <laughs> yes, I'll never be too old to do that. <laughs> oh, I like that. Um, well, I have a great accountability buddy. And so she helps me because I was way off the charts a week ago and being with what Claudia is talking about. And um, I decided uh, that I cannot be so hard on myself. I'm a person that just beats myself up for one little thing that's off track. Mm -hmm. And um, so what I did, what I have been doing, I kind of tweaked things like re okay when I first started the WAP last year I would do my WAP and then I would put it in my notebook close the notebook and thought and and dilly dally around and and it's like for me if it's not in my face it probably will not get done out of sight out of mind mm -hmm. so I got in that because I started taking it out of the notebook after I did it and had it there so I see it. Then I got back into the other habit to put it back in the notebook. And now it's out again. Because mm -hmm. if it's not there for me to see and follow, it will not happen. I will think my imaginary friend will be doing the WAP. And who in the heck knows what I'll be doing? So... Um, for me, I have to have everything. It's, it's like my uh, vision board is, is right here. But if I don't in my mind actually go like Carmen and yourself talked about, you know, to look at that first thing in the morning and, and at night and everything, if it's all about habits yeah. and for me. And so that vision face but it's angled so I have to get around my desk to go look at it mm -hmm. and shame on me my gosh I have all my limbs I can go do that <laughs> <laughs> and so when I do that it's it's great um also what I've learned for me and I've been in this business such a long time and I'm still learning um I've been putting how much I want to earn a month in my business. And the other day I was on a call and it's like, bingo, Renee, <laughs> I should be concentrating more on my CVP versus the amount because my little steps will get the CVP up more, which will create more of an income for me. But in my mind, it's like, oh, no, I'm going to put X number of dollars. That's what I want. Well, yeah, it's, it's working, but it's not working the way I want it to. So I've made that change to concentrate on the CVP versus the amount of money. Mm -hmm. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> and that's proud. Uh, she's a proud mama. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thank you for sharing that, Renee. Um, so two things about that. On, on the one hand, 
there's a reason why we insist on morning rituals. And that's one of the reasons is so that you have in mind what you planned because it is good to plan and then let go of it. Otherwise you're, you know, you're in control mode and that's really stressful. That's really tense. So it's good to, you know, plan and then let it go and play, you know, and do your thing and enjoy your life. So Monday morning or whenever it is where, you know, it's, it's the start of the week for you. It's really important to integrate to your morning ritual to see what you, what you planned and what you envisioned for that week and how you can get there. So what you just said was what you envisioned for the month was to earn a certain amount of money, but what will get you there are, you know, like the action steps that you just said. Um, how many CVPs. So that, um, that's really important to look at when you start your day so that you can orient your attention towards that that's integrated into your day. And also because we highly recommend eating your frog before noon. So out of whatever you planned, it's important to um, start with what feels a little bit more challenging because that will motivate what's going on oh michelle <laughs> um because that will definitely motivate you and you'll gain momentum to keep on doing that so that is the most important habit check out what you got to do early in the morning and then eat your frog before noon make it a ritual and make it an enjoyable ritual you know like really sit down and in and, and, and your favorite place or where, wherever it is, have your favorite drink, put your favorite music, whatever makes you feel good and makes you enjoy that moment so that you associate that with something that is pleasant, not something that, you know, your mind is going to want to reject. Hi, Michelle. Nice to see you. Um, so, yeah, that's why we insist on, you know, when we say um, strengthen your foundations, check in on your foundations, when you're not moving in the direction that you want to move. <clears throat> and we insist on the WAP, we also insist on what are your morning rituals, that's a foundation, how you're planning, and what your habits are around that plan. So whenever you fill out your WAP for the week, make sure that you're setting um, rituals in place that are aligned to what you're planning in that WAP. So, you know, check out what you plan daily if you need to. If you need, if you're the type of person that needs to have it visual, make it pretty and <laughs> put it in a place, put it in a place where, you know, when you sit down, you see, even if it just requires for you to print one page and then kind of like tape it onto your computer screen. Sometimes I do that. I put sticky notes on my computer screen because I know I need to see it, you know. Um, honestly, when by studying how we work in terms of um, creative process or um, execution, you know, just like really covering the action steps and working, doing the work, most of it is planning. Most of it is planning because if you really, if you really um, pay attention to how long it takes you to invite 
and to talk to somebody on the phone or to send a text message or an email, that's, that's really small most of the time, in these cases at least, right? When we're talking about messages, emails, and, and, uh, and calls, the amount of time is way less than what we spent you know, thinking about it, planning for it. So it is, it is important to, to take a, a moment to plan. Execution is going to be so much better and faster when you take that moment to, to plan and then align with that plan, you know, revisiting it. And if you need extra support, then your evening ritual can also be that or your nighttime ritual before you go to bed. You know, what do I have to do tomorrow? Um, I do that too sometimes because I... And every human being, really, <laughs> we are whatever we're used to in our routine, that's what we're going to remember, first of all. And whatever we add, you know, something new to our routine is going to be in the back of our minds because we're not wired with that yet. It takes habit, it takes practice, it takes repetition. So sometimes, you know, before going to sleep, I'm, you know, with my boyfriend, it's like, oh yeah, let's, let's have lunch tomorrow. And if I, you know, scheduled a coaching call in the middle of noon, because, you know, I got out of the habit of, you know, um, uh, eating lunch at that time and a client wanted a special, you know, schedule, whatever it was, I'm not even going to know if I don't check because it's just out of my mind. It's out of my routine. It's out of my, you know, the way I usually do things. So I do that sometimes, you know, before going to sleep, I use Google calendar. I'm just like very used to having everything on my phone. Um, it's a good habit and a bad habit, to be honest with you. I turned off all notifications, so it doesn't drive me crazy. But um, it is good to have it on me because if I don't have it on me and I go about my day, I'm driving here and there, then I'll forget. So, you know, each personality type has, you know, their tool <laughs> to help them, you know, stay aligned. And with you, if you need it to be visual, just Put it where you're, you're really going to see it and where you don't even need to look to the left, <laughs> at least at first. And, um, and check in on that, you know, check in on that in the morning. Make it enjoyable for yourself. Make it soulful. Okay. How does that sound and feel, Renee? It's perfect. You always answer my questions. You always help. You're, you're just wonderful. So oh, no, it's great. Oh, and you. Our, you always have oh, beautiful things to say. It's the best. <laughs> truth though. You mm. are very wise. Mm. Thank you. You are too. Thank you. So. <laughs> All right. And uh, Annette, Michelle, do any of you want to share how you're doing, how, how your business, if, if you're having any specific challenges and if you need to tweak anything regarding your, your foundations, Michelle. Uh, sorry, I'm late, first of all. And oh, um, I missed the, what the question was, but I can imagine. And uh, it is so true uh, to, to keep, for me, to keep the routine of the morning ritual if I, I don't, I, I really notice a difference. And my, my 
printing machine wasn't working, so I didn't print the all of the WAP for this week, and not a good idea. <laughs> but I still got some some wins, and I still got some some things done, and meeting up with uh, clients who are very happy, and so. Yes, the ritual is so important. And not just the business side, but the, like the person, that's when I do my reading and my personal development is in the morning. Yeah, good. And how, so you said that you, you had some good, you know, meetings with clients and things. How's everything going? Well, client-wise, it's going well. Uh, but business um, uh, partners, that's still the same so far okay because i haven't taken action towards that much so then you if you don't do much you don't get much (laughs) Mm -hmm. right well something that we said at the beginning of the call was kind of aligned with that um claudia shared that she she tracks um her her habits that help her move in the direction that she wants to so maybe that's a good idea you know to try we always um brainstorm different new things that you can try to move in that direction that you want to move in michelle so um a habit that can move you in that direction could be to you know just brainstorm and just choose one person to reach out to without a plan you know just reach out and and see what they're doing, you know, what they're needing, someone that you've um, thought about that could be interested, right? Not just any random person, of course, but, you know, just to find out, feel out how they're doing, you know, um, what their needs are, you know, maybe to see if they're aligned with the type of person that you want to partner with. And, um, and see what happens when you're in the conversation. Um, of course, you have all the tools that, that you need to, um, because we talked about um, your husband, I think, right, was, was um, who took care of the business part of things, right? So, you know, you can get support with him and then all the, the downloadables uh, from the course to, you know, like initiate the conversation, to negotiate or to close a sale, not a sale, but, you know, the partnership. Um, but just try to move a step forward to reaching out first, you know, mm-hmm. um, to, just to see how you feel, just to see what happens when you reach out to feel a person out and maybe to share with them what you're, what you're into today as well. Mm-hmm. Because that will also give you more information on, um, how you feel about reaching out to somebody, being in a conversation, um, and what happens when you feel this is the moment to introduce the business aspect of, of what I want, or maybe an invitation to talk about it more, like a presentation type of, of invitation. Just check it out, try something different. Yes. Yeah, and that's something that you can track um, something light that you can track button that will definitely be a little bit more than what you're doing right now, which is the important thing, right? Just to move a little step further. That's what gains momentum. 
Yeah, Claudia. I, I just, I, I don't know if that might be interested, but I can share my performance control sheet. Yeah, definitely. And, and just, and it is, so I, I made it that it's adaptable for me. I mean, what is important for each and everybody in the group at the end. So we yeah. kind of come with a set of things, but it could be equally different, but it goes aligned with the so-called needle moving activities. And, and my personal thing is that I get to the two to four meetings um, per week mm, yeah? Yeah. And, and so on. So one is uh, actual meetings with prospects, then post on social media, update name list, video link sent and follow up made, new customer, customer orders again. Uh, as in the beginning, it is a kind of party when somebody <laughs> who is ordered and not on auto order, but then orders again, and, and you yeah. get into that momentum. Yeah. Events, give and take, new members, and start planning, uh, starter planning training. So that's train your uh, team members. Yeah. And also, what I'm tracking are the no's. As what? The no's. Oh, no's. right. <laughs> the I like, like that. that. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, and, and, and then it's like, um, reflect on the accomplishments. What did I learn and what can I improve? And one thing which I learned lately in one of another challenge is that um, comments in, on posts in Instagram and Facebook, they uh, increase your um, visibility. Mm. And it's, it's also kind of learning to, to give. Because if you um, kind of post, uh, no, comment on a post, you also give value. I mean, it's not only love it or what, but also meaningful value. And, yes. and then it's um, quicker that others on the post see it and also the one who did the post and so on. You can start um, kind of communication here and the connection. Yes. I think it's very um, helpful, yeah. It is. It is super helpful. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Um, yeah. So if our, would you like to share that, Claudia, that spreadsheet? Because maybe um, we'll, the latest will find it helpful. Yeah. And I guess give myself points and, and also the points depend on you. Right. And oh, the, the competition is against mm -hmm. yourself. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah? So it's a, I, I have it in a, when I do it in a word format, then you can adapt how, how you want. I can send it to you and then you, or can I put it immediately yeah. in the group? Yeah, yeah, you can send it to me and um, I'll post it in the, in the group with the, with the screenshot of our call. Yeah, okay, Yeah. great. Thank you. That's awesome. So um, yeah, and regarding just a little thing to add um, about social media, so right now, Instagram is, um, is doing some more changes because they, they're always like updating their ways. And they're no longer a photo platform, but a video platform. So Ooh. the more videos and reels that you post on, on Instagram, the better positioned it's going to be. So that's something important. It doesn't even have to be you talking. You can just, you know, create something. Canva is so helpful. It's so good on just creating like little animations. They're very easy to do. Um, and there are tons of tutorials out there to, to use it. So you can create reels and you can create stories <clears throat> and even uh, 
animated posts you don't even have to do anything it's like you create a post and then there's a button that says click for animation and it moves things around so um and then you download it as a video and upload it to social media and it's going to be better positioned because instagram realizes it that it's a video so it's going to have more um better position basically it's going to be on the feed it's going to show that to you first and then you know other posts that aren't as positioned so that's a little insight um and you do the videos on on canva right yeah i do a lot then you post it yeah yes exactly yeah you can share it directly from canva to your social media i like to download it and then upload it myself um and that's what we do in Carmen social media as well. We're doing a lot more animations. We have somebody who joined the team who's doing animations for posts and stories. And uh, she's also creating GIFs, um, you know, like the little stickers, animated stickers to put on, on the posts, um, which make it kind of fun. Um, and yeah, we do uh, notice a difference. It has more views and, and more likes. And it really gives... Um, it gives the content more personality because you can use music and, you know, just like motion graphics are really creative. So um, we're excited about that. Um, so, and, and Annette, how are you? How is your business? How is everything doing? Well, it's real. I, I enjoyed last week's when you, you talked about in the last, I guess it was the last 15, 20 minutes. That was mainly on, when you answered Laura's question, I got a lot out of that one. So uh, I think the biggest one was mine was the get out of comparison way, you know, so that when you lead a group of people that you think, oh, you know, how does so-and-so do it? That's, you know, so last week I decided to take that on board and I thought, no, just do what you learned. Now I'm at the moment I'm into John Maxwell as my, um, personal development. So through him and to what you said last week, that really helped. So having going live to do a, and I think I'm babbling all over, but I hope you follow the train. Yeah. So I do last night, the first working from home presentation with mm -hmm. a brand new person that took a risk. But yeah. then, you know, you have the little voice inside of you that says, just do it anyway, you know, mm -hmm. so and that was the same for young, definitely. You know, I had to encourage her that even if she makes a mistake, the new people wouldn't know. Yeah. So with that, you can imagine what sort of day she had yesterday. But I just pushed her through. So you'll be fine. You know, everybody yeah. wants to find a way out. And so the comparison way, uh, thinking that you're not good enough, you know, or you may stuff up along the way, that really, really helped me throughout the week, including last night. Doesn't have to be perfect. Just do it. It worked. So, yes. yeah, thank you. Yeah, that was really good. So, and the 20% strategies and 80% mindset. So John C. Maxwell, mm -hmm. with my personal development, that fitted in perfectly. Amazing. That's awesome. You know, Annette, um, this is a theme that has come uh, come up a lot in my coaching sessions these past two weeks. Um, play versus um, 
a demanding, no, uh, demanding way. So when we demand ourselves, you know, in a, in a rigid manner, you know, in, in a, in a tense and, and stiff, strict manner, um, that things have to go a certain way, you know, that your presentation has to be spotless, then there's no room for a mistake. It's really difficult to let loose and it's really difficult to create in that way. It's difficult to play. If we observe kids, you know, children in an environment that feels really strict, restricting, and that doesn't allow them to make a mistake really, right? Which is, you know, being human, being kids. Um, they don't play as much. They don't flow naturally with play. And as we grow, the equivalent to that is creativity, you know, creating something, doing something new, innovating. And even if your presentation is um, scripted or planned, you're still doing something new that you don't know how it's going to work out, right? You don't, you don't know the outcome yet. So it is kind of creation. If you give yourself permission and give your team permission to make a mistake, then there's more room for, there's more breathing room and there's more room for, um, what's it called? Um, improvising and creating as you go which adds a lot of value because people can connect to that much more, you know, people connect to natural, you know, a natural way much more because the person feels approachable rather than, you know, just kind of like a robot that <laughs> learns something by heart. So that's so important. It's so important to let ourselves make mistakes, to uh, give ourselves a permission slip of just, you know, just doing it. And then uh, polishing what you need to polish for the next time. Um, that's, that's human nature. The more you allow yourself to play and flow, then, you know, the better it's going to feel. So uh, I'm going to move on to Laura's question because she's got some really good ones so that we can all uh, answer that for her. And I just want to check what time it is. So that I can point her in that direction in the replay. So she says, hi, Natasha, I'll be camping and possibly out of service on Thursday, but I do have a question and we'll listen once I'm able to. I have been wanting to gain more clarity on what my role as a sponsor is versus the responsibility that my new associate has. And just so you know, I've been with USANA for eight months as I didn't put this in my last question. In particular, the drive and motivation a new associate has to reach their PPPS. I've had some do it with much ease, some do it with lots of intentional effort, and some not seem to have that same motivation or possibly don't have the understanding of why it's important. I'm struggling with not taking this personally. I feel like it's partly my responsibility to get them there. I know that I can provide the resources and the skills that I learned to get there, but the end result is not up to me. Can anyone else relate to this? <laughs> so can anyone else relate to this? <laughs> Who wants to um, share with Laura their experience with, um, with associates and, and, and what it is to you know, be their leader versus doing things for them? 
Well, I'll do my little bit of wisdom. It comes yes. from John C. Maxwell. <laughs> so happens. And I did read Laura's question beforehand, so that helped me a little bit also. So John C. Maxwell said, you know, it is easy to teach people, so easy to teach people. But the biggest person you have to uh, lead is yourself. <laughs> and when he said this, I thought, well, this is so true. And it, and it goes together with, that, with what Laura is saying in her. You can't tell people to PPS. So if you really, uh, this is just what, what I do. If you really want your person to understand how important PPS is, go and enroll four people yourself in those eight weeks and they will follow. And this is exactly, there's a lot of little YouTube videos, short little videos by John C. Maxwell on what she can actually follow about her responsibility as the sponsor. And even by you taking the example by getting four new people, and there's nothing wrong with that. In fact, it will help your business. They will grow as well. And at the same time, uh, if they're not going to do it, well, they're not going to do it. That's, you cannot force a person to do anything. As soon as you Perfect. stop growing and wanting to, for them to do things, it, you, yeah, you either grow or you stand still. Mm. You either right. grow or you stand still. Powerful, like that. So that's my little bit. No, That's life expands or shrinks. That's it. <laughs> life expands or shrinks. Yes, I love that. We, that's something that we also learn in somatics. Expansion or contraction. So, yes, um, thank you so much for that. Absolutely. Leading by example is um, the best thing you can do, right? To, to lead your team by example, by showing them how it's done, Um showing them especially how you consider important yourself to do because you're doing it and it's a uh, non-negotiable you know um and that builds trust and you know your team is watching you just like you know with kids with your kids and 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 whoever um it's a leadership tool is to lead by example and also um Going back to the piece on, um, you know, helping people create and do things, you know, do new things and, and take those steps. Um, it's really important for, for us to feel safe um, before doing that. And that's going to look completely different from one person to the other. What feels safe to me is going to be different from what feels safe to for the next person. So, you know, it's it's a good idea to kind of feel out with um, the people that you don't feel are moving forward. Um, is what first of all, what's going on, right? Before before going there too deep, you know, what what do they think their limitation is? What is limiting their action? They're taking action. And then, you know, some things are going to sound like excuses and other things are not. So it depends on what they say, how, you know, you go a little bit deeper to see where the issue is. Maybe if you land on a fear or a limiting belief so that you can hold a little bit of space. But um, <clears throat> somewhere along the lines, it's good to know what makes that person feel safe when learning something new or doing something that may feel a little bit scary. Um, some people need a pep talk. Some people need um, 
to um, feel that they can make mistakes. <clears throat> That's important, right? Like my sponsor is not going to be mad at me because I screwed this up, right? <laughs> So that's, that, that can make people feel safe. Um, or just like Annette said that she held space for Daphne and said, it's okay, just do it, just do it. It doesn't matter. It's going to be fine. You know, like they're not even going to know. It's, that's, a, that's support that sometimes we underestimate, but it goes a really long way for making people feel safe to do that thing that may feel intimidating or scary. <clears throat> Um, and clarity. So making sure that um, your team has the tools to do what they're supposed to do for there to be clarity on what they need to do and for them to feel safe to do it. That doesn't mean that this formula is going to make them take action. It just means that these are tools that you can work with as a leader to um, provide the environment of preparation for your team. So, you know, just like when you, um, I don't know, fix uh, like something that's not working, you need the tools to do that. You need um, a little bit of um, probably planning or insight, like the information. <clears throat> um, and then, you know, if you think that you're going to screw it up <laughs> or you're afraid that you're going to screw it up, maybe a teacher that will tell you it's going to be fine. Just give it a shot. You know, some, for some people that doesn't make a difference. And for other people, it goes a really, really, really long way, which is the personal <clears throat> development side of it. Oh, hold on. There we go. <clears throat> so. Awesome. Thank you, Annette, for that. And does anybody else have anything to, to share about that, about the responsibility of being a, um, a leader? I'm looking at her question again because it was a little bit long just to make sure I'm not missing anything. Okay. Um, what what I like? firm on shaky legs. <laughs> What? That's what you're saying. You, you're more or less saying stand firm on shaky legs. Stand firm on shaky legs. <laughs> That's what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, she also says, um, Laura, she says, I'm struggling with not taking this personally. And, and what she said, she was referring to is um, that some people that uh, are on her team don't seem to have that motivation to do what they need to do um, or to make the effort or possibly don't have the understanding of why it's important. So that's another good point. Um, just like with any, any goal that we set for ourselves, it's really good to um, know what the purpose of that goal is. And by purpose is not just the why, but the what for. So for example, I wanna, I wanna earn, uh, I don't know, 100K. And why is, well, so that I can buy all the things that I want. But the what for is a little, that's the purpose of it, it's deeper. It's what's it going to change in your life to buy those things, you know, or to cover those costs or those fees 
what, what's going to change with how you feel, with how you move in the world, what doors is that going to open for you, right? So then that's when we open up something inside ourselves that feels it in a different way. Like, I want to lose 10 pounds. Well, yeah, why? So I could be skinnier. And what's that going to do for you, right? Once you're skinny, how is your, how is your life going to change? How is it going to impact the way you feel well, you know, I'm going to be able to wear, you know, these clothes and I'm going to have a better energy level, whatever it is that really ignites you. I'm going to have more energy to, to play with my kids, you know, something a little bit deeper, more, more, you know, important. So if you, you know, share with your team what the purpose of doing um what you want them to do is at a deeper level and help them get there, you know, how they're going to feel, what, what doors that's going to open for them, then, you know, that ignites motivation because that's one of the things that you asked Laura in your question um, about, yeah, about motivation. Some people don't seem to have that same motivation. Purpose is something that ignites you forward, right? So, then when you have that, when you have that fire lit, um, then the chances are that you're not going to need to push that much, which is the less organic. Um, so that's part. Now on the taking it personally, if they're not so motivated, you know, and after you did all that you can do as a leader, you know, to give them the tools, the preparation, you know, um, the clarity of what they need to do and to figuring out what they need um, in order to feel safe to do it, then really, you know, it's not much your issue but their issue. And as a matter of fact, it could actually become your issue because that's, that can become really heavy. There's something that if you start um, doing more work than the people that you're leading for them, there's something wrong with the formula here. For myself as a coach, if I start doing more in terms of action steps than my coaches are doing, there's something wrong with the formula because really they have everything they need to do what they need to do. You know, they're not disabled in terms of what they need to do. Um, so, you know, we can have all the formulas, but in the end, just like Annette said, um, it's, it's the most important thing is to lead yourself. Mm -hmm. So does anybody want to add anything else to that? Um, does it not also have to, with, um, to do with kind of responsibility, leave the responsibility where it belongs as it's their business and it's their responsibility to make it work at the yes. end, I would say. Yes. And you can be there to kind of show and way show her, huh? but at the end, the work, is to them what is it yeah. is it if it is to be it's up to me kind of thing yeah, yeah. so that's it. and that was one thing and the other thing i like the picture <laughs> that's what i'm telling my um, new people um, regularly is in the beginning it's it's like in a plane huh? uh, you have a pilot and a co-pilot so i'm the pilot they're the co-pilot 
after some while it changed. They are the pilot and the co-pilot up to the moment when they fly on their own. And that is what my uh, intention is, that they be able as quick as possible to fly on their own. That's awesome. I love that analogy. <laughs> yeah, pilot, co-pilot, and the end goal is for them to fly on their own. That's perfect. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's perfect. Because if you drive for them, for a really long time, there's something wrong with the formula. <laughs> there's something wrong with the formula. You need to be able to let go also as a leader and, uh, and believe that they, they have what it takes. Um, so let me see what time is it? Okay, I think it's almost time unless somebody else has a question or something that uh, they want to bring here. Or a challenge. I don't. Can I just add to it? It took me a lot, and hope this will, will help others as well, because it took me a long time uh, to learn this, what Laura was saying, right? And it was actually Carmen who clarified this in the beginning when we first started. Um, like I used to think that everybody would just do, say, get the four people in the eight weeks and follow exactly what you would say. Um, Sometimes your 20 percenters, that's what people are, they do 20 percent of the work. You can never get them to become 100 percent. That took me a long time to learn, to let go, because the 20 percenters will always remain 20 percenters. And then in some people will then be 80 percenters and they're the people you work with. So that's a lesson that it, it really it took me a long time to learn. Mm. And which I've now uh, embraced and, and I move with this now. Yeah. Yeah. I hope that helps. Yeah. Yeah. That's of course that helps. Yeah. Everybody, I think it's a matter of perspective. Um, if we ask, you know, in a room of 100 people, what does hard work, you know, mean for each of those people? It's going to be incredibly different. And we don't expect that sometimes. We don't expect that because we expect people to see the world the way that we do. You know, hard work is like 10 hours a day for me and then it's probably four hours a day for somebody else. And, and that's a lot of the huge commitment. And they're both correct because it's hard work for you. It's not, you know, there's not a, an absolute rule that we all live by. So it's important to, to know that um, to expect that, to expect it, you know, to be different, people's perspective to be different and try to figure out what their perspective is before, you know, planning or, or having expectations about what they can do or they can't. So um, just to, to have a little bit of insight into how they see the world and how they see work. Um, so that was deep. I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for your shares, ladies. And let's take, um, let's take our pictures. And then remember, as always, to post. I'm going to stop recording. <laughs>